Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up? What's going on, everybody? We finally know what happened to Jericho. Can you believe it? I can't. And did Dorothy, was she poisoned by Leanne? I don't know. And Sean and Leanne finally have a heart-to-heart about what really happened. We're going to talk about all of that and more when we come back in one quick second. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Whoa! What's up, everyone? We got a full house here today, here on the Servant After Show, here on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Brandon Hanna, and I am joined by three amazing co-hosts. Let's start with my immediate left. You know him, you love him, you've seen him here before. It's James Maple. Hello, everybody. (laughs) James Maple in the house, excited for this episode. What up, what up? Super excited to have you here, and I'm super excited to introduce our next two hosts, Starting next with Kay Montgomery, lover of Philadelphia, former resident. How are yes, you doing today? I love to see Philadelphia in the show. So many beautiful shots of the city. I mean, we were watching it together. You were just so insightful yeah. about what was going on. Some of the people that showed up on TV there. Uh, yeah, those are real Philadelphia newscasters. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that. And last but not least, you've seen her here before. It's the great LaToya Blakely, <laughs> horror thriller enthusiast. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's nice to be here with a full panel. I love it. So excited to finally have a full panel. Like, having two more people here, it's amazing how much more insightful things can get in our conversations about the show. We can get, like, a female perspective now, which I think we need it. Exactly. I feel like like I've already learned so much. We have a a great show here today. Like I said, we finally know what happened to Jericho. Did Leanne poison Dorothy? And Sean and Leanne finally have a heart-to-heart. And we've got a new special segment for you guys. It's BTS. No, it's not behind the scenes. It's behind the servants. Mm. So we've got some <laughs> really interesting, fun behind-the-scenes tidbits for you. And in news and gossip, is M. Night working on a new script? I think he might be. I'm super excited to talk about it. But before we do, let's get into this episode. What are your overall thoughts? Oh, it was a lot. <laughs> it was great to finally find out what happened to baby Jericho. It's a heavy episode. It was really sad. Yeah. Very emotional. I think my one word would be insightful. Like, we just learned so much about everyone before, I guess, where we are now. <laughs> yeah. I have to agree yeah. with, the, with the ladies on this. Like, I just, I think that we had so many questions answered and... Of course, there are far more lingering questions that have left to be answered as well. But nonetheless, I think that it cleared up quite a few things, in particular, like the the biggest, most lingering question, what happened to Jericho? We mm-hmm. finally got that in this episode, which has been which has been pretty cool. So Yeah, this was a very flashback heavy episode, yeah. a very heavy episode. There was a lot of silence when we were watching this together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normally there's like a lot of awkward humor. And this episode did have some awkward humor, some levity, especially when Sean was on that cooking show. Yeah. As someone who personally <laughs> just loves watching those shows on the Food Network. This marshmallow is offensive. <laughs> that was my favorite line. It's the best line I think so, for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, that was probably my favorite line too. Oh, man. But yeah, it's it was definitely we needed those moments for sure uh, because we finally found out what happened to Jericho and it is mm-hmm. it's not there's it no easy way to break it yeah uh, Dorothy uh, leaves him in the car 
for like a day in a hundred degree weather. And that is, and then that's, I don't even know. <laughs> Do you guys have any, uh, just initial thoughts on that well, reveal? Well, I think it's an interesting choice. Um, I definitely thought that whatever happened to Jericho was an accident. And I always thought that Me Dorothy too. was the one that like did it. Um, but if we're being honest, I mean, we hear these stories every year of like babies and kids being left in the car. So I think that it was an interesting choice that that is what happened to Jericho made even more interesting by what happens after mm-hmm. she discovers them in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree. I think that um, the fact that I, I, I always in the back of my head always kind of thought it was Sean. Sean was like the culprit. Sean was the one who like did the did the deed or whatever the deed was. But I was I was so shocked to find out that it was it was our girl Dorothy. Um, and then it was such a, a morbid choice to make. I think for the writers to choose something like like the baby went out like that. I was like, dang! I was pretty shocked myself. Yeah, it was a total gut punch, and I'm really happy it wasn't Sean since you know I'm modeling my beard after him. <laughs> um, so that was that was a huge relief for me. I did I did feel towards the end of last episode that it was going to be Dorothy and that it was going to be an accident, mm-hmm. especially the way that Leanne started to act around Dorothy after she had that conversation with Julian about what had happened. Something seemed a bit off, and we definitely see that more in this episode where it definitely looks like Leanne is blaming Dorothy very heavily for the death of Jericho. And we see her messing with her with the car alarm constantly. And what did you, what did you think about that, James? The car alarm situation to me was a, was a little strange. Um, I didn't quite understand it when it happened, but my, I internalized it like this. So I, we all know that the baby was left in the car, obviously. I think that Leanne's um, in, intention of messing with, with Dorothy in regards to the car was to show people... And to show Leanne in particular that she knew what really happened with the baby, but she didn't want to say the actual words itself. And I think there was another added layer of like embarrassment when she goes out to try to uh, disarm the car. She's getting closer and closer and closer. And you see the the people in the neighborhood kind of like rallying around the car. And there's one guy who took out his phone and is like recording her doing it as well. I'm like, it's a little early for the phone to come out. <laughs> I'm like, this woman is in distress. Come on, y'all help her out. What is going on? Yeah. So I think that the choice for to have uh, to have Leanne uh, to have Leanne kind of toy with um, toy with uh, toy with Dorothy, I think kind of shifted the power a little bit. And I think it gave more power to to Leanne. Yeah, I think so. I think you can definitely see now that Leanne doesn't trust Dorothy with Jericho. Because I feel like from from the, the beginning, it was kind of like they were aligned. Mm-hmm. You know, you could tell that Leanne didn't quite trust Sean. She, don't, she doesn't trust Julian for sure. Not with the baby, right? Um, but now it feels like she doesn't even trust mom with the baby. And it was interesting at the end when she said, you know, you don't want him to get a cold. And um, I wrote, I was like, wow, this is interesting. She said, we have to do what's best for the baby. And she took Jericho. And then you kind of see Dorothy kind of pan out and go like, oh, yeah, we do have to do what's best for the baby and kind of fade off. And I just thought, wow, she's lost a lot of confidence. And that, and I feel like even if we don't know if she's remembered everything or not, I think deep in her soul, she has a mistrust of herself. So she doesn't trust herself with her own baby. And that's mm-hmm. really, really sad. 
And she might not realize it now, but I think it's deep seated. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Sure. Like on a, you know, on a cellular level, she doesn't really trust herself with the baby. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's why Leanne is so important. Yeah, it was sad. So I have a, a couple of thoughts. Um, I don't know if I agree with what you said. Um, I would like to think that Leanne didn't do it intentionally until the second time with a car alarm, right, right, right? right? So, like, maybe the first time it really was an accident. She saw how, like, disoriented Dorothy was, and then the second time it was, like, a way to mess with her and to play on the weakness that we're now seeing. But is anyone confused how we got from Dorothy in Episode 8 to Dorothy in Episode 9? Because this Dorothy is a mess, and I just don't know what happened. Like, right. in oh, Episode no. 8, she was okay, and now all of a sudden she's a mess. Yeah. Do you I, mean the flashback? No, I mean like actual Dorothy, like present day Dorothy. Present day Dorothy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I agree. I think that this episode in particular, we saw, a, I mean, I know we always see different facets of these characters, and then we, we were talking about this in previous episodes, how they kind of adopt quirks and, and habits from each other. But this one in particular, we saw a side of Dorothy very vulnerable and like, like for someone who uh, you know is a TV host and is always has to be on point and has to be articulate and smart and ready to go, we saw a disoriented like she had a mental breakdown. Like we saw her really go through the motions of this loss. So I think I think that you're right in that in that in that fact. I think that sh- that they are right in thinking that she is fragile, right? Because how she views herself is I am a lioness. I'm this. I'm that. But underneath it all, she really is right. Like she. We just see her get sick. That's a whole nother thing if Leanne poisoned her or not. But we see her get sick and then she's just like laying around on the couch all day and like she's kind of out of it and she's not quite, you know, um, you know, getting it together. I feel like I feel like I don't know if I want to say that's really her, but like you were saying, so much of her uh, personality, it feels like is performative. What if she's pregnant? See, but she had a period. She had a period. Well, see, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to chime in with. Maybe yeah. it's something biological that maybe now that she's moving further and further away from the actual birth of Jericho, she's starting to feel a little more detached from the whole incident, yeah. perhaps. And maybe she's finally coming around to what actually happened and her role in Jericho's death. But, I, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe next episode we'll hopefully get some more answers. Hopefully. And we definitely... <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> if she's pregnant again? Yes. yes. Actually, I thought when she first got up and I saw the blood on her mm-hmm. pants, I thought that she had, like, miscarried in the middle of the night. I like, she was pregnant yeah, and didn't yeah, know. Yeah. 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 Oh, that would have been... Yeah, the whole sickness thing, I definitely... That was, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Well, wait a second. You just had a period. I don't know if I could have handled it. Yeah, you have a sickness now? What's going on? But we do definitely see Leanne being very protective of the baby, playing mind games with Dorothy, and possibly doing a little bit more than that. But before we get to that, I just want to thank you all watching for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We wouldn't be here without you. So please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave a comment, like us, give us a positive rating on iTunes, and definitely talk to us, tweet at us, leave a comment, be in the live chat, we'll read it. We just want to hear your theories, your thoughts, because they have been pretty interesting. (laughs) To say the least. (laughs) And then maybe not as interesting as Reddit, but... Uh, no, no. That's we'll a get whole, there. That's we'll a get there. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> just go on the internet and serve in. You'll find okay, some okay. weird things. The, the servants on the dark web. Yeah. 
And speaking of servants up to some dark business, did Leanne poison Dorothy? What was in that omelet? Was yeah. it the placenta that we saw in the fridge? I think that oh. it was. Then why was the omelet so white? I don't know. <laughs> the cayenne was the placenta. <laughs> the <laughs> cayenne. cayenne. The you know what's interesting? Cayenne. I thought was interesting that um, Sean said um, it can't really be spicy because as long as she believes it's there, she swears she can taste it. Can I tell as you? As long as she down. believes it, I was like. I wrote down the same thing. I was like, as long as she believes the baby is real, that's what I was The baby don't have to be real. I thought I had the same thought process go through my head when he when he had that line. Mm. It was the same, like as long as she believes that it's there, then we gonna roll with it and it's gonna be all Mm -hmm. good, just like the baby. Just like the baby. Mm -hmm. I agree. (sighs) Yeah, everyone was surprised to see that placenta still in the fridge because we saw it in the flashback right after the birth, and that made sense. But it's been months. Well, the baby now, actually right? isn't that old, and so that's another thing that's kind of interesting. Like that baby looks big, like that seven, baby does eight look months. Big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think based on the time frame that they've given us, the baby's only like sixteen, seventeen weeks old. Well, I remember a couple episodes ago they did mention that something. This being the something, I assume was it was a thirteen. The baby was thirteen weeks. So I think that you you might be right on on the money with that. Yeah, just a few weeks later, yeah, like a yeah. lot's happened in yeah. a very short right. amount of time. You're right, dude, that was a big baby. <laughs> How fast baby. did they yeah. get the 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 reborn baby in? Though? They had to get it immediately, like, immediately because then Leanne started right away. Yeah, yeah. And That's so crazy because those reborns are not like a quick. It's not like a cabbage patch. Like they uh, make those things and bring them to in. order. Yeah. So well, it's the same thing as her getting a parking spot right in front of her house. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everything happen the so fast on TV? <laughs> They're a very wealthy family. They can get. They are. They really are. They really are rich. Did the house not look crappier in the flashback? Am yeah. I the only one that thought that? You like, I didn't even peep the house. Better or worse? It, it looks better now than it did in the flashback. And it could just be the way it was shot. But I was like, is that the same house? Yeah. <laughs> like, are they renovating? Yeah, I thought the same thing, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, I remember they had uh, some guy over to like put together beds and everything like that. So the house oh, wasn't yeah. a bit of like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. there was a disarray. scene where something was covered in plastic. And he was yeah. like, I got to go away, da 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 yeah. And she was kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess that's what kids do to you. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting how fast the sequence of events seems to be happening. Mm-hmm. I believe we do see that Dorothy was already looking at Leanne's application like around the time that Jericho was either still alive or immediately after. Or I think like maybe the day he was in the, the car. Day. The, day so. the day yeah. he was in the car, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really interesting how quickly that turnaround happened mm-hmm. that we didn't realize before. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was kind of weird too. I don't know if we ever talked about this. The fact that um, Leanne hand wrote her like resume and like that, that letter I always thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> well, I just figured she's a small town yeah, girl yeah. and she had no resume. I guess so. Like, yeah. Save me from my family, please. <laughs> Asha. Lovely. <Anne. laughs> and yeah. Oh. Sorry. Oh, anyway. <laughs> lovely Anne just killed me. Was just, that was funny. I had to take a moment to process that. So we do see that Sean also has a role, or at least he holds himself responsible mm. for Jericho's death. How do you feel about, would you leave your wife that early uh, and after, after baby's born to go across the country? Can I tell you a story? Okay, so when I was born, my mom had two kids uh, in front of me. You know, I have two older sisters. And my dad, like, 
three, four days after I was born. He's a, he's in sales. Travel, like, down to, like, I don't know, San Diego or somewhere. And his boss said, didn't you just have a baby three days ago? <laughs> and he said, yeah, but, you know, she's fine. And he said, leave now. And so my dad turned around and went back from direction from his boss. No. Yeah. But I have a girlfriend, sorry, on the same note, who after her second kid, like, within two weeks, she was out of town, and that baby was with, like, grandparents. Oh, wow. So I think it just depends. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> She was like, send your money's a vacation. <laughs> Try to get those coins. <laughs> but he had to work, right? I mean, I guess I, I, guess I, I as, He as, didn't, they rich. He didn't have to work. I mean, that's what I was just going to say. I feel like, <laughs> they got money. He good. He good. I would have, I feel like I would have I left. I would have left. I, I would have. It was you your time to be on TV? Somebody got to pay for these bills? She was not working. She was okay. Let's just say Sean was in his element, though. He was. He was. He was in his element. He was in his feelings. She probably said go. Yeah, I'm sure he asked, and she said, "Yeah, sure. Like we're good." But she seemed good prior to him leaving. I don't know if she seems good. Good is relative for her. I mean, maybe he thought that she could handle it, but she from the get go seemed kind of pampered, princessy to me, and like. When she said to him, I'm feeding him every every half hour, you should not be feeding him every half hour, sis. Like, I was like, oh, that's not good. Like, that's how, I mean, that's how postpartum happens. Like, you run yourself ragged. You don't have hours of sleep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how it works. Like, yeah. I was, I was, I was just I was, like, and she's breastfeeding. That is physically draining. I mean, when I have two kids, when I have my kids, I was like. My husband came home. I was like, "Here, your kid." <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually glad you, you mentioned this to your mom because I, I have this question for you. Like, is it when you when you do you really do you have that kind of like deep connection with your kids like that? Where you, do you you felt okay just to like leave, or did you want to stay around and be like coddle them all the time like that? But up until what age? You mean you mean like would when I leave you, a two month old? Right, or right. Whatever? Like like Jericho's age as a mom, would you be okay like leaving your baby like that, just like up and leaving? And going to go like do your life, run your life, do your thing. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. You mean how she left him in the car, or like? Oh, yeah. So I'm sorry. I guess I phrased the question wrong. Like when you when she left the baby in the car, she seemed very like oh like you like we talked about this how she she uh, went to the baby's room and like cut on the fan. She seemed very absent minded, and she had like a lot of like baby context clues along the way. Uh-huh. So I'm like, as a mom, don't isn't your baby the first thing on your head all the time? Well, I mean. I've never left a baby, so I, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I think the way they were trying to show us, you know, that she did have some postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. She was very, just very little sleep. If she was really feeding that baby every half an hour, it was baby, baby, baby. She didn't have any help. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she was just overwhelmed and exhausted. And I don't know what baby book she was reading that told her that she had to go see that baby every time and cry. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to leave that baby in the crib and let him cry for a minute. But I, I thought it did a good job of showing us just how worn down and exhausted she okay. was. And then how she just kind of blanked. I don't know. I, it happens to people. Yeah, I know. I, just, I mean, I, I know, know people personally that has happened to. So I, I know just, it happened. It was just, it was such a, like a big moment that yeah. I was like, how do you not... You call on the fan in the baby's room. How you didn't right? Like, I agree didn't, with you like, on that. Didn't click. Didn't like. Is there a baby in this room? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. baby in the car. Let me go get the baby. Like I don't know. I was more freaked out that she went and she didn't run. Like oh my gosh, yeah. the baby run. Like she walked out and then she got the baby. I thought when she opened the door, she would scream. So I thought that was a really interesting choice from the writers and director to have her just 
react in a way you didn't expect at all. Mm-hmm. So then afterwards, her reacting in a way you didn't expect mummifying a baby for four days, you were like, okay, she's been, the reaction was weird. Everything was weird with yeah. this. I think we won't, we're not doing this conversation justice if we don't mention how many miscarriages she had prior to having Jericho. Excellent point. And so I think that by the time she finally had this baby, she probably had all kinds of like self-doubt and she was overwhelmed, I'm sure, from the beginning. And even if we go back to that episode when she finds out she's pregnant and I think they pick out a name, she kind of had a look of like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Like, she looked panicked. And I was like, does she not want a kid? Like, I'm confused. And I think it was because of all of the miscarriages and I'm sure all of the hurt and disappointment and all of the feelings that she had associated with that. So to finally have a baby after having, like, ten miscarriages, I'm sure she started overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. This this episode is very much about Dorothy. And like I said before, Sean really felt like he had played a role in the death of Jericho. And he kind of has a heart-to-heart about that with Leanne when they're down in the kitchen Mm -hmm. again asking her to taste some food like he has in previous episodes because he's lost his sense of taste. What is going on with that? I I really hope we get some answers. We only have one episode left this season. It's Leanne. She did it. Like the splinters. (laughs) That's just the answer to everything. It was Leanne. Leanne. There you go. (laughs) But we do see them. He really stands up for Dorothy when he's talking to Leanne about the whole incident. And Leanne is obviously still very... like. I don't know, it kind of felt to me that she was starting to maybe come around on Dorothy, but was still very upset about, and still blaming Dorothy, especially when we see her later on taking the baby from Dorothy and then very quickly saying, oh, you have a a cold or you're sick, like, we've got to to take care of the baby. Mm -hmm. But what did you think about that moment with Sean and Leanne? Because those are some of my favorite moments in this show, watching the two of them have almost these (laughs) father-daughter type moments. Father daughter is an interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they're connecting, right? Yeah. Um, because Leanne's in their house. She's a part of the family to a certain extent. And it's nice to see Sean at least accepting her um, a little bit. And so I think it's it's almost kind of cool that she's become his taster, his taste buds, and that's their way of connecting in the kitchen. I was excited to see him take up for Dorothy because I feel a lot of times like we don't see them in a loving relationship. Like we see sometimes Dorothy kind of like tease him, but it seems like he's always just putting up with her. Like yeah. think about their interactions. Yeah. He's never like, oh, babe, you look hot or uh, laughing at any of her jokes. I mean, he just really it really feels like her presence just annoys him. So for him to get in Leanne's face and be like, listen. Don't blame her. She made a mistake. People make mistakes. I made a mistake. I was like, oh, my gosh. I think he likes her. (laughs) I think he likes his wife, actually. And maybe he's It's the first evidence I've seen. A (laughs) decent human being. Yeah. Actually. Actually. (laughs) Shocked. (laughs) Yeah. So I really liked that. That was one of my favorite interactions, too. Because I was like, yeah, ride for your girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I really think like you, you bring up a good point. There's been this character development with Sean where we first see him in episode one. I'm like, oh, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him at all. But now it's kind of gone the other way where he's progressed as a character. Mm-hmm. And now we're really unsure about where Dorothy is at in a mental state. And I just I think that that is interesting. And I can't wait to see how that plays going forward. Yeah. I think it's interesting how in some ways Leanne is so advanced and mature in her thinking, but then we 
see in other times where she's still such a child. And so for him to have to, t- have to tell her, Sean to have to tell Leanne, like, people make mistakes, like, that seems like a concept that we would all understand. Yeah. Like, that was an <laughs> yeah. accident and that people make mistakes. Um, but he had to tell her that. And when he said that to her, it's like she literally, like, kind of felt it and was like, well, I guess that may be true. Like, people make mistakes. So I just think it's interesting how sometimes she's, like, very adult and then other times she's really just a little girl emulating what she's seeing and, like, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also found it really interesting how he seemed to know how to talk to her in a way that she would understand because it's almost in a threatening way that he approaches the conversation mm-hmm. when he brings up the fact that the fish that he's prepared, one wrong move when preparing <laughs> it and mm-hmm. it can be extremely poisonous and yeah. kill her. He, he brought some- her through food. He does. He brought some yeah, Uncle does. George energy. He was like, I yeah. feel like I'm going to have to get aggressive. Yeah. Let me bring my Uncle George like, energy to <laughs> this interaction. Let me get a little closer to you, girl. <laughs> See, he like starts off like a stern father figure. Mm-hmm. He says, listen, I'm in shock. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm <laughs> no, sometimes I feel like a little bit of sexual yeah. tension. Yeah. Was it episode one when he watched her when she was in her nightgown? That, yeah. uh, no, yeah. thank you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel a lot of that sometimes because he'll be like, taste this. I'm like, mm. And yeah. even when she was cooking that omelet, when he grabbed her hand and I, she kind of had that moment of mm-hmm. like, yeah, no. No, father. I'm not getting, no, no, I'm not getting that at all. That's why you need anyone. That's why you need a Me Too perspective. He's harassing her in the workplace. Exactly. <laughs> if anything, I've seen her harassing Julian. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, she's just playing with him. But Julian yeah. likes that kind of stuff. She's doing yeah. every. Oh, Julian. So Wait, so, Julian the brother. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. my yeah. Toby. Yeah, whoa. Oh, oh Toby. Wait a second. Look, you're getting around. Right. Wait a second. I'm like, are you a good <laughs> Christian girl or are you a little hussy? Uh, I think she's a hussy. Hussy, oh, snaps. Sip our tea on that one. <laughs> Word. Word of the day, hussy. Hussy. <laughs> A good southern movie. It's perfect. She knows what you mean. Well, I'm glad that we could find some levity in this. Because this was a very intense episode. It was. And, and also, moving into our special segment, BTS, Behind the Servant, the cast also found a way to find moments of liberty. Lev- liberty? It's good. Levity we know in the mean. show. Thank you, thank you. So, James, you, you know a little more about this. Yeah, so we did a little bit of digging today on IMDb, and we found out that the cast has a little ritual that they do to kind of relieve kind of, you know, the stress of the set. And I think this episode is a perfect, like, episode for us to find out what that thing is, because this episode was so heavy that we were, we were thinking, like, God, like, what? when the camera goes off, y'all carry these things home. So we did a little digging, and we found out that um, Leanne's character made... Made a uh, she made a, a music video and guess what cho- <laughs> guess what song they chose to, to to record for the music video what song they chose Ariana Grande thank you next <laughs> I don't know why that decision was made but I thank you next baby yeah right I think that might be it thank you next baby so I thought that was really cool um, I haven't seen the video I don't know if it's available for us to see but I'm gonna dig a little bit deeper and see if you can figure oh, out that'll be fun exactly what um what is going on with this music video. Another thing I found out too in the behind the servants section here, um, what with the, we found out about some uh, some nicknames. So I don't know why we've never <laughs> even thought about this, but behind the scenes uh, they had a nickname for Mr. Jericho. Can you believe what it is? It is ready for it, Scary Jerry. Scary Jerry. <laughs> That's so appropriate, isn't it? It's spot on. 
So that got me to thinking. Did you guys have any like crazy or interesting nicknames growing up when you were when you were kids? I was Mama Smurf and Squirt. Oh, that's okay. Cute. Okay, Mama Smurf. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Did you have any uh, crazy nicknames? No. Well, well, Uh-oh. not really. I mean, I'm just K- those KK. My okay. husband calls me Kaliki Maka. From, okay. From the, the National Lampoon's Mele Kaliki oh, Maka, they sing. Because my name is Kahila's Hawaiian. So he just used to call me Kaliki Maka. Okay. You have any uh, nicknames growing up as a kid? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret saying this Uh-oh. on the internet. Settle in. Settle in. <laughs> but when I, when I played baseball, uh, they used to call me Twinkle Toes. Okay. Nice. And they used to call me Twinks for short. So my nickname <laughs> had a nickname. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> that is that, that is impressive. So hey, Twinks. To so the point where even the coach would refer to me as, as that. Like it'd be like the fifth inning, I'll be on the bench. We're like All right, Twinks, going in the left field next <laughs> inning. I love it. With is that Twinks with an X? She's like, I'm or... right there. I'm I think it's Google a T W I N K S. Oh, nice. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I N K Z. Now it's out there. It's out there in the world. Mine is kind of similar to that. So I ran track for for many many years, and my full name is Terrell James Maple. So I was a sprinter when I ran. So that my nickname was Turtle because it was the opposite because I was really fast. So they called me Turtle. Did you run in college? I did. Hmm. Uh oh. Did we run against each other? Yeah. Oh, okay. race, 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 race. I was like, we can do this right now. <laughs> Stretch it up. No, no, no. <laughs> But I'm afraid you may know. Okay. We'll discuss later. All right. Between the after-after show. <laughs> right. Very cool. So, yeah, that was that. Like we'll conclude with that for the Behind the Servant. I thought those were pretty interesting things that we found out that kind of go on behind the scenes of our of our favorite show, Servant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I absolutely love cool. that. And I'm dying to see this music video. I, I really hope it's it. out there yeah. somewhere. And going forward, I think I want to be referred to as Scary Jerry. Okay. Scary Jerry. <laughs> Over Twinks? Are you sure? I think so. I think it's uh, time to move on. Okay, it's okay. new identity. <laughs> but we also have some celebrity news and gossip for this week. After Buzz TV news. I love that news drop. Yes, 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 yes. So our boy, M. Night Shyamalan, apparently tweeted yesterday that he's working on a new script, quote, Finish draft seven, draft seven, you guys, of new feature scripts. Screenwriting makes me so miserable and brings me so much <laughs> peace. It is every one of my flaws and every one of my strengths lay bare under the harshest of bulbs. To stay unflinching under that light is the trick. So I love this him with every single draft, you guys, yeah. seven drafts. So that's really exciting for me to think that he's going to have a feature film out sometime soon. Very exciting news. Yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked for this. I'm a huge M. Night Shyamalan fan. I know he had the dark period a bit with uh, The Last Airbender and Lady in the Water and mm-hmm. other movies we will not speak of mm-hmm. ever again. I didn't again. hate Lady in the Water. Okay. Oh, that's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I absolutely love his work, especially with uh, the shyamalan Sans, as I'm referring to it as, when he came back with The Visit. Oh, I see what you did there. Split, there you go, <laughs> and Glass. So I'm really excited to see if he's got a new feature film coming out. I'm going opening night. Oh, yeah. Well, especially yeah. after this show. Absolutely. Yes, let's do it. You should invite us, M. Night. You totally should. You know what I mean? We want that want the LA premiere. We want the LA premiere and we also want the Ariana Grande video too. <laughs> Bring it full circle. Wouldn't it be great is if, if Baby Jericho I don't want to see the video if Baby Jericho isn't in the video. Scary Jerry. Scary, Scary Jerry's <laughs> gotta be in that video. I think I think uh she Must. said that 
Scary Jerry might be in the background. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. She did say that in the interview that Scary Jerry is somewhere in the background. So you had to give him his, uh, his props. So okay. yeah, he's he's repping for the for the babies out there. Scary Jerry. And I, I I do love how open Shyamalan is about his process when it comes yes. to developing you know movies and television shows. We see him here posting his seven different iterations yeah. of this script. Mm-hmm. I know when Glass was coming out, he was constantly tweeting. Oh, hit the mic there. Just constantly <laughs> tweeting uh, about the different iterations of the edits of. The, the movie, like, oh, I'm on editing pass number 12, and he just kept posting updates. So I really like that, how he kind of engages in the public yeah. with yeah. his work like that. Yeah, and shows us every step of the way, yeah, because yeah. it's not easy, yeah. It's not when you have all these twists and turns in your work. I'm sure there's several iterations of a story that he has on, yeah. on his own. I actually heard him in an interview say, you know, he shot, I want to say episode one and, and two, because he didn't shoot every episode, but then he shoots them at the end. Um, and he said, actually, to make things make more sense as they progress, they kind of change some things. He went back and reshot some things in the beginning mm. over so it could be more, um, have more a better like through line. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you could, at the end, be able to add everything up. So I hope he delivers because mm-hmm. I got some questions that need to be answered. <laughs> Jeez. I think he's going to deliver. And if we do get invited to that, to that premiere, I do want Toby Kebble to cater. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. I want to try that lobster ice cream. Please, have lobster ice cream. I want those eels. Oh. Okay, okay. I, I like eel, like... but after watching that, I was like, yes, yeah. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> They're everywhere. Oh. Banged his head. They love to watch him skin. I mean, today, even, I mean, this episode, he skins the fish, but just how he does yeah. it, it's yeah. always so... Yeah, I, I um, have, I, as you all know, I have work, work in restaurants and restauranteering and experience with that. That is, uh, he's very right in that. I don't know the name of that fish in particular, but you really do have to cut it a certain way because if you don't, it, like he said, the, the neurotoxins will get into the flesh itself and it's like immediate death or like death very, very soon. Yeah, that's so, what happened to Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah look at that. Look at that. All right, well, I think it's time we talk into our predictions and speculations for the final episode of season one of Servant. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like I like to pause and just give it a moment yeah. to breathe. Let yeah, it you gotta let it out. Let it marinate. So, there you go. Uh, James, where do you think this last episode of the season is going to take us? We have a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, I. you know, we always see predictions and I'm always wrong. <laughs> I'm always wrong. Mm. Um, I predict that we will we will really get a sense of the 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 nuclear family and like what they all actually did. I feel like we're getting little insights into like uh, who did what, but I want to really know what Julian what he saw because I know in this episode we see him run into the room and the, the scene cuts. I want to know. I want to see with my own eyes what he saw. So I hope that we get a lot of these answered questions. I hope we get uh, more uh, information about Uncle George. About this Aunt Faye, I think her name is. I want to know what's going on in Wisconsin. So I predict that we'll get some answers regarding uh, Julian's involvement and then hopefully some answers regarding um, the whole Wisconsin situation as well. That's what I'm predicting. Well, I think because M. Knight has said, it, said it's a biblical story, um, what's, what kind of stands out to me is the... Um, the story in the Bible with the two women, one rolled over her baby and killed it by accident. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this story. Um, and another ba- and another lady had her baby, um, but the lady who rolled over on her baby stole her baby, and they had to take it to King Saul to get it resolved. You know, he's wise, blah, blah, blah. And so t- to decide, because he can't tell whose baby it is, he says, okay, let's cut the baby in half, and then both of you guys get a half of the baby. 
And then one mom says, no, we can't do that. And he realizes that's the real mom because the real mom would never want the baby to be cut in half. So I think that we're going to see a pattern of this next episode because at the end of this episode, Leanne says we have to do what's best for the baby. She says that to Dorothy. So I think we're going to we're going to see some iteration of that because I think that Leanne wants Jericho and she's going to try and basically get him and take him for her own baby. Um, And I think there's going to be a battle or some kind of wrestle there. And we're going to be able to see who really has Jericho's best interests at heart, similar to the biblical story. Well, I just think that Leanne's like otherworldly. And so I don't know exactly what that means, but I think that in episode 10, we'll get some more information about her and like where she really came from. Like, Mm -hmm. did she really die in this house fire? Mm. Did she steal someone's identity? What is Uncle George and those dirty hands and feet <laughs> like? Yeah. Some like, he, like he crawled yeah. out of the grave yes. is what he looks yeah, like. He really does. <laughs> I think I never thought about that. Either. Yes, that was like the nastiest. Those toenails, honey. Sure. Oh, and then when Uncle George said to Leanne, he was like, "So you're just going to basically forget about everyone else that needs your help mm-hmm. just to stay here with them?" And she mm-hmm. said, "Yeah." And so I really think that Leanne. Is from somewhere else or has like some supernatural powers. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to find out what Julian walked in on with Jericho and Dorothy. And I think we're going to find out, hopefully, where this uh, new replacement Jericho baby came from. Is it the doll brought back to life or is it Leanne's kid that she brought in with the suitcase like Julian? had initially thought, or if it's a baby that she snatched from somewhere else. I believe we've seen a lot on the television set in the home when it's not on Dorothy's broadcast. We've seen little hints of abductions, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really interesting if that plays into the story at all. Is this family with Uncle George and the aunt, do they abduct children across the country? Is this part of some grander scheme? I have absolutely no idea. Mm -hmm. But I, I think we're going to get some information as to where this new baby Jericho came from. And then the rest, we're just not going to get any answers at all. <laughs> Don't that, say that. That's just going to be left to season two. Don't say that. Season three, hopefully, yeah. all the way through yeah. six, like mm. M. Knight had uh, had mentioned in one of his interviews. So. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, I need someone to tell me, what was that piece of meat on the table? <laughs> the the big like yeah, yeah what was that it looked like to me like it was like like a like a cow like a like a like cow a whole cow like, yeah like like, like just above just that was below like a ham shank yeah like like, a... it looked like ham you yeah yeah it was like like it was something like just below the pelvis and just above like the kneecap something like that I thought it was interesting because as it was decaying the baby Jericho was decaying yeah. yeah I mean do you think Dorothy would have done something with that meat if she had been like <laughs> in her normal frame of mind who knows or was it. Who knows? Uh, sorry, I kept looking at it. Yeah. Right, I was like, what do you do with it? <laughs> it looked like it belonged so to a dinosaur to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> deliver, that dinosaur. The, deliver that to the Flintstones. <laughs> Random. <laughs> the other otherworldly meat as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what about that one? I just kind of bring, just popped into my head that news reporter that re- referred to people as humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what these humans, humans are up about. to. I'm like, what? You part of... <laughs> Ain't she one of us? <laughs> oh, maybe not. Okay. Yeah, she was hilarious. And, and I will say, she's not better than Dorothy. When I saw her, I was like, she don't have nothing on Dorothy. She don't, she don't have Dorothy's warmth and humor on camera. No. She don't, Dorothy don't have that dive, though. Dorothy was salty about that. She's like, and I'm like, 
<laughs> Dorothy was like, she's not even that good. I was like, oh, she had put on a little baby weight. Yo, you she better stop. She gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you're an alien in human skin. Like, you don't know how to, you don't know how to talk, but you can die. You can. Yeah. <laughs> this has been an amazing episode. I've been so thrilled to have a full panel here. And uh, fun times. I mean, you guys Yay. just put me in my place. You just got way better speculations and theories yeah. than I do. Uh, it's, it's been great it's to have about everyone the speculation, here. Speculation. It's the story. Yeah. It's the story. Go ahead. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's, let's wrap things up here, James. Where can people find you online? You can holler at your boy on Instagram and Twitter at Terrell James Maple. As I always say, squalla back, and I'll squalla at you. And we had K Montgomery here today. Yes, you can reach me at host K H O S T K A Y on Instagram and on Twitter. And of course, last but not least, Latoya Blakely. Hi, I'm on Instagram at Latoya period Blakely, and I think I'm Blakely Latoya on Twitter. I should get on there and check. <laughs> And I am Brandon Hanna. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. Thank you so much for watching along. We've got one more episode left. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to talk about it. And until then, we'll see you later. Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 